Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why would I be like tr- obsessing over all the things that I can't really do, feeling inadequate, when I can just focus on the things that I can do? And feel freaking awesome. Why not? Hey, babe. It's Aisha Christina. Nice to meet you. This is Quality Queen Control. What is happening? Hello, angels. Happy Wednesday. How is everybody feeling? I want to stop and say thank you to those who are tuning in on YouTube. And of course, I want to thank my OGs that have been rocking with me audio style, wherever it is that you are listening to podcasts. I really want to say thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Before we get on into this segment, I want you to rate this podcast if you're listening. And I want you to give this video a thumbs up if you are watching me on YouTube, which like I always say, you totally should because um, what else are you going to be doing? Okay, you're already here. Might as well, you know, give a little thumbs up because like I always say, we don't gatekeep on this platform. So as you guys can see from the title, I'm gonna be talking about how to actually be confident and radiate self-worth and love and have that magnetic energy to attract people. So make sure that you are bringing your notepads with you, okay? Because at the end of the day, confidence and magnetic energy really can just be cultivated through self-awareness amongst many other things, which you will actually get into. So if you want to radiate confidence and be magnetic, I hope you have your notepad ready. So I'm going to start with number one, and I probably will be losing track of the numbers as I'm going along, but starting with self-awareness. You have to understand and accept yourself. This includes your strengths, your weaknesses, and self-awareness really is the foundation of confidence. All right. Also, positive self-talk. I know that I actually wrote a paper about this when I was in college and I've always been, you know, a stubborn optimist. That's what I consider myself to be. And it's so important that we challenge, you know, any negative thoughts and we replace them with positive affirmations. Treat yourself with kindness. Treat yourself with compassion because at the end of the day, we are our own worst critics, right? And so listen, I'm sure there's nothing that we have not said to ourselves that maybe others have also said to us as well, which I guess arguably makes it less um, painful or maybe not re- not really. But 
have that positive self-talk because if you cannot be your own biggest cheerleader, then babe, who is? You have to be your biggest cheerleader, right? I also think it's important to set goals. You have to know where you're going. You have to write the vision, make it plain. You have to make sure that you're doing things like this because it is in these daily habits and things like that that are really gonna help nurture and cultivate the life that you want to have that magnetic energy. How are you gonna be magnetic and you don't know what you're attracting? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. You have to know what it is that you're attracting so that when you're writing things down, this is gonna show you the person that you wanna be so you can act on it and then you can learn how to be a magnet to, to attract all of those things. And then you have to create actionable goals and take small steps. I always tell you guys, small steps toward them because it's in the little things that we do that start to cultivate these healthy habits. You didn't just start one day undoing all the things that you used to do, undoing all the self-care practices that you used to, it did not happen in one day. It was a gradual thing where one day you came home, you no longer felt like take washing off your makeup when you got home. Then you didn't feel like showering maybe before you went to bed. You didn't feel like brushing your teeth before you went to bed. Next thing you know, it's six months later and you've undone and then some all of your self-care routine. You see how that works? Because it's in the little decision, these micro decisions that overall create the bigger picture that are gonna implement and actually make the you know the biggest changes. So even achieving small victories can also help to boost your confidence, okay? Body language, super important. Maintaining good posture. I mean, we, listen, I I don't have the best posture. I'm not even going to sit here and pretend that I get like I do. This uh, chair is super comfortable right now. So it's easy for me to sit back and just uh, relax. But you have to have good posture. And what also has helped me with my posture has been Pilates. I've been doing Pilates since I was honestly, technically 21. I started doing Pilates on the reformer for the past four and a half years now. So four and a half years ago, uh, I'm not going to tell you my age, (laughs) but I've been doing it for about five years now. I've been doing Pilates on the Reformer and I'm obsessed and it really helps to just elongate your body and tone your body as well. So it makes you grow. They say in Pilates, like Pilates makes you grow taller, Um, you know, belly button to the spine. Okay. And your shoulders away from your ears. Now, when it comes to body language, especially as it pertains to having conversations with people, you want to make sure that you are maintaining eye contact and having open body language. Imagine speaking to somebody and they're like, yeah, um, okay, sure. You're going to obviously look at that person and be like, Hey, is everything okay? Uh, are you insecure? Like that's how it comes across. And it comes across that way for a reason. When you think about body language too, when people are acting in that way, like they're acting very shy and timid, it's almost like they're physically trying to diminish themselves and like crawl into a ball so that they are making themselves less visible to human beings. Do you understand what it is I'm trying to say? So when you have that open body language and you maintain that co- that eye contact, and I can honestly speak on this because there was definitely a point in time where it was just natural. Like my dad's a pretty shy person, like kind of not really. So when he talks, he doesn't really look you in the eye. 
It's so strange. So like for myself, I kind of would get used to that where it would feel very intense if like somebody looked me in the eye. But now like that's not really my issue. I like looking people in the eye. I like looking at you in the eye too. So yeah, I don't mind it literally at all. It's something that I embrace and I enjoy. These nonverbal cues convey confidence you know, shoulders back when you walk into a room, you're not looking down uh, when you're walking in a place. It's going to speak for you. Dressing for success. This is so key because even in all all of the days that you felt like you should not are the days that you should. If you wake up, you're like, "Uh, I'd rather just not. Those are the days that you probably should the most. You ever like have a cold or something and then for whatever reason on the day that you had a cold, your makeup ended up coming out the best. I don't know if it's just me, but I've had instances like that where it's like, I feel like I look so good when I just do my hair and I do my makeup and it makes you want to put on a good outfit, makes you want to do my hair, makes you want to get work done because I look good. Yeah, I very much look good. So It's just, it's an energy where when you are put together, it makes you want to seize the day. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with athleisure because I wear it myself as well. But if every single day, especially for my work from home girlies, if every day you're in just pajamas, you're you're turning off the camera on the Zoom because you know how you look, okay? You don't want to put in any effort. You're not going to want to seize the day. A simple, you know, decision to get dressed and do your makeup, now all of a sudden you want to step outside because you want to be seen and then nothing wrong with it either. You go to the coffee shop. You go to the coffee shop. Someone looks at you and says, oh my gosh, you smell so good, okay? Or, oh my goodness, where did you get your shoes? I love those. Or, hey, I just saw your smile. You radiated the room. Um, the person behind you actually paid for your order. You're, you don't, like, you just have that magnetic energy to you because you're having such a good day. Have you ever had a day like that where it's just like... And there's nothing better, too, than having a day where you kind of didn't want to, but you did anyways. You did put yourself together anyways. And then you realize, like, oh, my gosh, I feel like like I just feel so good. I feel like everyone is just so like drawn to me today. I love days like that. Now let's talk about the skills that you should develop as it pertains to being a confident person. It is so imperative that you are continuously improving on your skills and on your uh, in your knowledge. Okay, mastery in any field of interest can significantly boost your confidence. You know, when you are growing and you're learning and you're sharing wisdom Okay, it's so important. It adds to your confidence. Let me tell you something. Life to live life is to learn. And expanding your knowledge and your skills while sharing it with others is truly the gift that keeps on giving because everybody cherishes personal growth. And unfortunately, few people are actually able to consistently learn and share their discoveries. That's why I always say we don't gatekeep here on any of my platforms because I want to share the wealth of knowledge that I've acquired over the years, whether that be through experience or not or something that I may have read and researched. And the reason is because I want you guys to learn from my mistakes or or formulate an educated opinion to the best of your ability on whatever subject matter but at least I let you know. That way, maybe some things that I experienced or maybe that I talk 
about, you can avoid those things. Why would you have knowledge and not share it? If you, unless you felt threatened and feeling threatened is not confidence because confidence is also at the end of the day, deciding that you are going to be confident. Even if you may not feel it, it's a decision that you make. Okay. Having self-care, prioritizing your mental, your uh, emotional and your physical well-being, exercising, eating well, they're imperative to your growth and your self-confidence. Be kind to everyone, even your haters, all right? There's a quote that I love, and it says, kindness is choosing to acknowledge and celebrate the beauty in others, regardless of whether or not they can find it in themselves. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Isn't that beautiful? Kind people carry a warmness to themselves. And that leads to everyone admiring and appreciating their warmness and their generosity. Show empathy and kindness towards others. Treating people with respect and compassion, hands down, will automatically make you a more attractive and magnetic person. Have you ever heard of the saying, you know, be nice to people because the people that are mean, they are the ones that need that compassion the most. You know, there was a girl, there was an incident that I got into a while back and this girl, she like hit my car and just long story short, she had her windows down. She was blasting music. I was actually ironically enough praying in, in like no music, nothing in my car and she hits my car because I had my signal on and I was merging into the lane and she was speeding so fast. She T-boned me almost or like hit the side of it. So it wasn't a T-bone. It was just, she hit the side and she's like, you didn't see my car coming. You didn't see my car coming, literally screaming at me. So what I did was I took a deep breath and I said, Hey, why don't we pull over to the side in the corner and, and go from there. And she was just so shocked by my kindness to her. She ended up actually apologizing and saying like, hey, I'm, I really am sorry. I was just kind of freaking out in the moment. She was in like fight or flight response. And so she, she felt so guarded and defensive, even though she was the one that hit me. And so I'm telling you, the people that are the nastiest people, they need your compassion the most. And there comes a certain time point where I know that you have to just be like, okay, I'm not going to stick around to be, you know, an emotional getaway car and some sort of emotional punching bag here. However, it is true. It reigns true. People that reject love, they need it the most. The people that are the nastiest people, people that are professional victims, they like to, you know, participate in like very low vibrational activities, whether that be, you know, commenting mean things on people's social media, celebrity social media. There's nothing more creepier. Can we just talk about that? There's, and this has never happened to me, but there's nothing more creepier than going to a celebrity's Instagram or social media platform and seeing like a friend comment hate, like, you know, with a hate comment there, like that is like, what? <laughs> 
I'm just that is like one of my biggest fears to like witness something like that because it is so weird and scary like you mean to tell me that you really went to Kim Kardashian's profile and said you look like a potato you really wrote that are you serious like girl like what is going on it makes you feel like do I even know this person like why did you think that that was okay and you know what's even stranger people that write mean comments like this on anyone's platform you'd be shocked the response that they give you they'll say things like oh I didn't even think you were gonna see it oh I didn't even think that uh you were gonna respond to me so you thought that by saying something rude that that was gonna what get my attention which it did and then what and then what just so that you can then turn around and tell me that I actually do love you though hmm like, was that really worth it? I, I don't think so. But yeah, some people just are professional victims, you know, and you have to really treat people with kindness because there's a whole lot of things in life that I could have spoke up about that I could have cleared up, but I don't because not only do I genuinely not care and I'm indifferent, but I also feel like I'm going to let people do what they want to do so I could see what they would rather do. And I'm just going to let people hang themselves, figuratively speaking, with the nonsensical nonsense that they like to spew out. That's always my perspective. I've always been very good at self-control when it comes to just responding to people, both in real life and on the internet. So me being like that in real life really transcended into my online presence because you will not hear a response from me. Why am I engaging with you? It's just, I, you, I I just won't be engaging with crazy people. Like it doesn't make sense. But people that are crazy, they do need love. <laughs> it just won't come from me, okay? Thank you. Maybe it'll come from the Lord, but it won't come from me. I'm just saying. Anyways, so yes, self-care, prioritizing your your physical and your mental and emotional well-being, you know, exercising, eating well, getting enough sleep. Let me tell you about me. When I don't get enough sleep, it's over for everyone. It is over for everyone. Yes, it is. Like, you ever like feel so ill, like unwell rested that you feel sick almost? Like your food hasn't digested properly. You feel like there's like a fog in your head. All of these different things. You need sleep. Sleep is so important because your body needs to regenerate itself, okay? Engage in activities that bring you joy. Be passionate about something, we all have some sort of passion. And this will also make you so much more attractive to people. People will want to know more about you. They want to know what are you what do you stand for? Why are you passionate about this? What is that about? How did you get into this? I know that's a question that I love to ask people. How did you get into this? What made you uh pursue this career? Have you always known that you wanted to do XX and X? I love interviewing people like that. <laughs> I really do. People will definitely want to learn more about you, especially when you stay loyal to your passions and your beliefs, okay? And and like I said, a part of self-care is speaking to yourself with positivity. I have a picture of myself when I was younger in my room, and I often look at that picture as my literal future self in real time. I'm telling you, this is such a powerful thing to do when you take a baby picture of yourself and you literally look at that picture. I speak to that little girl. Like, Aisha, it's me in 2023. Are you happy? Look at all the 
the things that you've accomplished. Like, wow. And truthfully, like the longer I do it too, I get emotional because I'm looking at myself as a child and now I'm an adult and it's like, wow, look at you. And I'm literally speaking as my future self. Now, listen, I know some of us struggle with visualizing because I wasn't that great with visualizing myself, even though I'm a very positive person. There's a word for it where it's like you can't really easily close your eyes and like picture yourself being a certain place. Like I definitely was that type of person, but nothing makes me feel like I can step into that higher self more than practicing that little exercise with my younger self looking at my picture. All right. Another way to be magnetic and have that confidence, radiate that confidence, honey, is surrounding yourself around supportive and uplifting people who encourage your growth and your self-confidence. This is very vital. A lot of you guys have toxic friends around you. You have people that are fake nice to you. You have people that you are harboring resentment around. And I completely understand that because there have been luckily very few times where I was like just wanting to not be friends with someone anymore because I just didn't understand. Like, I just don't want to know you anymore. I'm just done. And the way that I am, once I'm done with something, I'm really done. You know, it's very seldom that I may have had like a rough go and I just want to continue being friends with someone. I kind of just feel like, hey, this isn't working. And this is coming from the perspective of someone that I have been friends with a majority of my friend group for such a long time. It's a very easy decision to make for me. If something is just too hard, I kind of just am like, if it's fragile, I'm a kind of let it break because I don't even have it in me to be, I already have to nurture a lot of dynamics, which I'm grateful for, but I don't have another one like to be just going hard over. You know what I mean? Like I have my core group of people that, that I have synergy with, that there's never any like hiccups with. And I'm not saying that there won't be times where you may agree to disagree, but it's just the older that you get, you realize like it, it's in moments of adversity sometimes like that I've experienced with with um, different people in my life that made me extra grateful for my core group of friends because it's just so easy with them. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is so easy and it has always been like that for years. And it's not some like fake energy of like not really saying what it is that we want to say, but we're not, it's, it's just genuinely, it works. And that's what also makes me believe in like soulmates because it's like some of the friends that we have are genuinely part of our soulmates. They are our soulmates. There is just in a different way. Mindfulness and meditation, this type of practice will help you become more present. It'll reduce your anxiety. It will allow your true self to shine through. That's what this is really all about. The essence of this is all about. When you are magnetic, it is because you were being a real person, at least if it's gonna be sustainable. If you want sustainable magnetism, you need to be your authentic self, all right? You should also be practicing gratitude, 
regularly reflecting on the things that you are grateful for. This can really shift your focus, you know, toward a more positive outlook and also boost your overall energy. When was the last time that you actually sat down and you asked yourself, what are three things that I'm grateful for? Here's why this is genius. It's like biohacking. And I love anything to do with like biohacking and like brain science. When you are thinking of things that you're grateful for, grateful for, it is impossible to be negative in that moment. It is literally impossible. The two cannot coexist at the same time, at the same exact moment, at the same exact second. They literally cannot. So think about it like that. Even if, and I've heard Oprah Winfrey, who my love, she's my aunt, talk about this where she said like she went through such a hard breakup one time in her life. And I don't remember who it was, Maya Angelou or said or something, someone said to her, say thank you. And she's hysterically crying and she's like, say thank you? Say thank, for what? What am I saying thank you for? I'm literally experiencing extreme heartbreak. Are we serious right now? And she said that that's what she did. And she realized in that moment that her thank you, even though it was such a traumatic experience for her, was her saying thank you to God for revealing who this person was to her so that she can let this person go. And speaking of God revealing things to us when we are tapped in, okay, to the Holy Spirit, when we're tapped in like that, it is really, it's, it becomes a lot more easier the, con- the more connected you are to God to let situations go and they're painful, You know, I remember back when I was 16 years old, I dated this guy who was a nut job. Oh my gosh, like obsessed with me for no reason. I mean, no reason. And like, this was a pattern that I experienced when I was younger a lot where people would be very obsessive. Um, I still deal with it now, but on a way lesser degree. I mean, at least this year so far, it's been pretty calm for me. Thank God. But yeah, these like weird instances will happen where people just will fixate on me and I did nothing to warrant it. And he ended up moving away, but he was just such a terror. Like he was just such a nightmare for me. And he would just do things. He would say things like just for no reason. My parents ended up telling me, and I've always been the type of person to listen to my parents. My parents told me, Aisha, we don't like this guy. We don't think that he's a good person for you. We think you should let it go. So me listening to my parents, I was like, hey, I really just think that we would be better off as friends. Da, 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 and also not for nothing. Like, And I think he responded and was like, no, like, I don't agree. And I was like, okay, well, me being 16 at the time, I'm thinking, okay, if I say my parents said it, then maybe he'll back off. Girl. I was like, well, my parents think that it's best if if we like just are friends. And I remember him responding and saying, I don't like girls who listen to their parents. Okay. And he proceeded to try and make my life a living hell for the entire next year, like, and for the remainder of that year as well. It was like a whole team effort. Like it was just this whole operation for literally next to no reason in which he proceeded to resurface over the years at various points. But the point is, is I was so grateful in the moment that my parents brought that up, that they, that it was revealed to me, the person he was, but sometimes, unfortunately, you have to go through the fire 
okay, which is all consuming. You have to go through the fire in order to become refined like a diamond. So this is an example. The example that I just gave you is an example of how maybe sometimes it may be a little bit painful to come to certain realizations. You know, let's say you have a dynamic where you're kind of realizing, "Mm, don't really want to be in this friendship. And that person is feeling so upset because they're a child and they're stomping their feet. You're not going to not talk to me. So you know what they do? They go and run to the friend group and they go, and talk a lot of junk about you. They add uh, tons of fluff to their to the to the story to fabricate things to make themselves feel less stupid and uh, like they're winning in life, so that you look like the wrong person. It's called being pathetic. People like that are pathetic, and it's really sad. And it's a mental illness, right? It's an illness that some people will go to such great lengths because they lost you. So they have to make sure that nobody wants to be around you. Nobody wants to be your friend. Can you imagine being that delusional where you think that you're literally God himself, where you think that you can stop what's going on in someone's life, where you think that you're in control of how someone's destiny is gonna be? Can you imagine being like that that level? I think I would get myself checked for possible like some sort of schizo related uh, thing where we have like these God complexes. I'm being serious. Um, I have like that shortcut sheet thing, the the DSM five for like all these different disorders. And, and babe, that's one of them is on there. OK, anyways, I digress. You want to make sure that you are being authentic to yourself. Embrace your true self flaws and all. All right authenticity is magnetic, all right? People are drawn to those who are genuine and real because having zero integrity is one of the worst things that people can not have. And people will know if you're faking the funk. So radiate authenticity. This tells me you're confident in being just you. Look at me, I don't drink alcohol and I'm almost 30 years old. I've never been drunk a day in my life. Does that mean that I'm going around judging people for not drinking? No, I understand it's a social thing. I totally get it. I understand the culture. I got it. But at the same time, I don't put pressure on myself like, man, gee whiz, I'm I'm gonna be left out. I better, I better have a swig. No, I'm not. I'm not going to because I don't want to because I said no. My no is no and my yes is yes. And the beauty of aging is that you stand on what it is that you say. Luckily, this is something I've always stood on because I'm I'm a hypochondriac and I've always been scared if I'm really gonna be honest. But my no's are no's and my yeses are yeses, okay? And it took me a long time to get to this space in general in my life, not even as it pertains to something like that specifically, but it took me a while to cultivate that mindset, of realizing that my no is no and my yes is yes. And whoever's gonna have a problem with it, all right, take it to God. Cause it's not, it has nothing to do with me, all right? This gets easier when you improve your self-esteem. If you are not going to, if you're unable to improve your self-esteem, which leads to confidence, there's no way that you can be an authentic person, okay? It is okay to not be perfect. I don't know if, I don't know if you didn't know that, but I just want you to know, like, it's okay to not be perfect. If no one has told you that, you're hearing it here first. So it's very easy to focus and and obsess over our weaknesses and simply forget that we actually do have a lot of strengths. Play to your strengths. There's nothing wrong with that. 
if you're constantly going to be talking about all the things you can't do, right, then of course you're going to feel like a, a garbage person. Oh, I can't uh, make my Instagram an aesthetic mood. You know how many times I tried turning my Instagram into this like color coordinated thing? And I've done it. I have literally done it. And I just didn't care to. I'm not really an aesthetic type of person. I want to be able to, I mean, I am in, in other ways, but as it pertains to, let's just say, for example, my Instagram feed, I like to post whatever I want. And let that be reflective of how I'm feeling in that moment. I don't want to be like, "Mm, but like my feet is nude and I'm wearing blue today. Like, I don't want to have to worry about that. Like what? And some people like, for instance, I'm Reezy in the month. Heezy. She nails Instagram. I mean, we all know who Amrezi is on Instagram. She nails it. High quality photos. I've I've known her for years. Fun fact, she was supposed to do my makeup for prom, but pre-prom ended up being at my house because she used to work at the Mac in Times Square because she was always so good at makeup. She always had the most best quality makeup photos. And remember, like, girls, do you remember back in the day where, like, you had to take a picture of your makeup, but, like, no one understood lighting yet. So no one understood how to make the makeup look as pigmented on camera as it did in person. And I think that this was the development of the early days of, like, Facetune and things like that. Because of the fact that we were able to like go over our eyeshadow and like make it more colorful, things like that. So like and really show that pigment. So, yeah, that's just a fun fact. But yes, like I said, you want to make sure that you're playing to your strengths, not your weaknesses, because otherwise you're always going to feel like a lame. All right. Knowing your strengths and focusing on your positive traits will always draw people to you. And if you kind of think about it like that, it's like, well, then why would I be like obsessing over all the things that I can't really do feeling inadequate when I can just focus on the things that I can do and feel freaking awesome? Why not? Next, I want you guys to have a balanced approach to life. Balanced people can allocate time and energy to different aspects of their well-being. They're open to being flexible to changes. I always talk about this. In life, especially in relationships, you have to be flexible. You have to be um, have that elasticity because if you do not, then you will not be a good friend and you cannot be a good partner. If you are constantly thinking you're a controlling person, controlling people are the worst people to be friends with. They want to to put their opinions on you. You should be doing this and oh girl, like they love just giving you their unsolicited opinion and then- you know, putting a bow on it and saying like, but it's fine, girl, like you do you do what you want to do. And it's like, but why did you just even say anything about what, like, why did you even say anything to begin with? Now I had to like kind of absorb that. And if I didn't absorb it, I have to kind of worry about blocking that in my force field. But you just had to say what you had to say to me, right? Like, mm, I've had enough. All right. Think of this. Who, what is a, who can be more of an attractive person than someone that is dimensional and cares for herself and is open to what the world offers and just grabs opportunities in like the best way? Committing to things and accomplishing things really helps to build the self esteem and confidence. So I think as human beings, we must hit the six dimensions of wellness, which is spiritual, it's social, it's occupational. It's intellectual and it's your physical body. So if you are a people pleaser, first of all, stop doing that. Stop being a people pleaser. That 
That is how you get your boundaries perpetually eroded and, and walked over. People that just like, they just never grow their voice. They never learn to do anything. And these people actually are like miserable people and they're kind of nasty. They're like nice, nasty. They're, they're, trust me, they're, they're, they're cursing you out in their head, but you'll never know. And there's a time and a place for everything. You don't want to do it, Susie. So don't. Because that's when you start to get passive aggressive. I think the two were cousins. I don't think that you can be a people pleaser and that eventually not display traits of being very uh, passive aggressive. Because let me tell you this, being a people pleaser, there are people that have no problem saying anything that they want to you. But here you are taking everything that they're saying. We've all experienced things like that where like someone will make you the butt of the joke. And I understand when you first encounter people that are like this, you don't even know how to respond to them because you're just not used to it. And there are certain people that have a mean sense of humor. Like their sense of humor is always at the expense of ridiculing or being condescending towards someone else. And if you were naturally not like that, it is very difficult to like kind of stand up for yourself because the first time you are gonna kind of let it go because you're both in shock and disbelief that someone would even say something like that and then it happens again and you're like hmm, that was kind of weird again and then it kind of just can easily spiral into this whole I'm not going to really talk about how it is that I'm feeling towards you making like very condescending jokes towards me and being super passive aggressive like it's just a bad cycle as opposed to the first time you hear something that you may not like all right this is a part of having a balanced approach to life and making yourself more magnetic and having those boundaries is you're going to say hey listen I don't think that's nice I, what do you mean by that? Like you can first ask, like, what did you mean when you said that? What do you mean exactly? Make them explain what they said, wh- why they said what they said. Yeah. What do you, what exactly do you mean by that? That's the question that you need to ask them so that they can feel ridiculous when they have to explain why they always have something to say about something. Okay. Now, how about that? And on that note, On the contrary, you want to make sure that you are spreading positivity and that you are happy for people's success, all right? This is also, this corresponds to self-esteem and confidence. If you know your worth and you're pursuing your goals and all of your passions, other people's success will inspire you and make you cheerful. So if you find yourself being envious or jealous or obsessive on what other people possess, nine times out of 10, I can guarantee you it stems from... um, insecurity. Remember, after at the end of the day, you have the same potential as all these other people. It being done only just shows that it is possible for you too. It can be done. Whenever anyone accomplishes something great, cheer them on. Don't look at them and victimize yourself. Why them? They don't deserve it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to do it better. Why do you have to feed off of like that's another thing I I personally dislike, uh, my own personal pet peeve. People certain people they can only grow in negativity. Like it, it makes them feel good to have this mentality of, I will bring you down. I would do, there's room for everybody. There's room for everybody. Next, you want to learn from your failures. Instead of fearing failure, view it as a learning opportunity. Failure can be a stepping stone and it is a stepping stone towards success. All right. Nobody likes victims. Be fully present in your interactions with others. This goes back to what I was talking about with body language. You, I want you to listen actively. Okay, and be attentive. I want you to engage in meaningful conversations and make people feel valued, all right? There's a quote that I love that says, be as passionate about listening as you are about wanting to be heard. Commit to giving a full answer when that person is done speaking. 
Okay, because some of you guys are also very bad listeners. This makes you magnetic. You're going to make you're invoking an emotion on people where they're going to feel seen and they're going to feel heard. Because let me tell you a little secret. At the end of the day, everybody wants to feel seen. Everybody wants to feel heard. Everybody wants to be understood. And lastly, I want you to be a giver. Now, this has to be natural. Okay, and maybe you can also teach yourself. But charismatic people give all the time. Magnetic people give all the time. They do things and they don't expect things in return. Understanding that, hey, this makes this person feel good. This is also part of making them feel valued. Why would I not do it? And it's not because, oh, I, I know it's going to make me look good. It's like, no, I know that this this is a part of being a magnetic person. The feelings that you invoke on other people. I thought that was my last tip. My actual last tip is understanding and controlling your emotions, okay? Controlling and communicating your emotions is key in building healthy relationships. Try and train yourself to have better control over yourself and don't allow your feelings to overwhelm you to the point where you are then engaging in behavior that you will eventually regret. You will always regret saying more than you didn't. When people look back, they should be embarrassed at their behavior. Some of them. That's my personal opinion. Now, in conclusion, angels, I want you guys to remember that confidence and magnetic magnetic energy, it's not about being perfect. It's about being authentic and comfortable with who you are. These qualities can be cultivated and strengthened over time uh, with practice and lots of self-compassion. So I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for watching. Make sure that you guys sign up for my video consults and coaching. Make sure that you join my broadcasting channel so that you guys know exactly when that's going to drop on my Instagram. Currently, we are sitting at, I'd say, 200 and... 70 something members. When I drop these coaching and consults, y'all better go off and book, 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 book. Because I'm telling you, I'm this has never been offered before, and you guys are going to love it. You're going to love it, darling. Love it. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> With that being said, do not forget that I love you and God loves you. And I will speak to you beautiful angels in my next podcast episode. Mwah.